Welcome to another episode of Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. Representative Ryan, welcome to another report to your constituents. This week, we'd like to begin by talking about one of the things that is attached to the state budget every year, but is not necessarily part of the budget plan. And this is the what we refer to as the non-preferreds. They're appropriations for things that are not exactly state-owned but are state-related. Talk to us about what's going on here, Frank. Chuck, it's really important that people understand what a non-preferred is. First, it's allocations that get made to schools such as Penn State University, University of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Veterinary School, part of University of Pennsylvania, Temple, and also to Lincoln University. These are not preferred amounts, which require a two-thirds vote by the legislature in order for it to be passed uh, and then uh, signed and passed by the Senate and sent to the governor for signature. So it's a pretty high hurdle. Uh, This year, I put an amendment I was responsible for drafting amendments on two of the other bills, but I did an amendment that would basically allocate these non-preferred amounts to the student as a voucher rather than to the schools themselves, because I've become increasingly concerned that schools are not accountable for how much they're charging these youngsters that are going to these colleges. And young people are coming out of college with so much incredible amount of debt. I I talked to a student just the other day who's working diligently. She lives in my district. I've been working with her and her family now for about three years. Uh, We've actually called the universities to be able to get some reductions in the tuition and have been somewhat successful. But despite all of those efforts, she's going to graduate uh, this coming year with about seventy-five dollars to $80,000 in student loan debt. That basically is a debt that she's going to be dealing with probably for the next 10 to 15 years of her life, and it will definitely alter what she's able to do with her life. So the schools have got to become accountable. I'm a former adjunct faculty member at Franklin and Marshall College in in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I'm formerly on the board of trustees for five years of a university. So I've got some experience in both the instructional side and the governance side of these schools about the cost drivers that are driving up the cost. And these schools have got to start being better custodians of the dollars they've received. What brought it to a head for me was all the schools that went on lockdown because of the pandemic, but these students were doing things such as having meal plans, they had signed for off-campus housing, and they weren't able to make any reasonable accommodations to help the students get through some of that, although some minor concessions were made. So what I decided as a result of this is that we need to put a greater focus on increasing the competition of these schools for the students. Across the United States, student enrollment is down by about 4%. Uh, And what we need to recognize is that what the bill that I plan on introducing this coming year will be to provide a voucher program for any student in Pennsylvania that wants to go to a four-year program, a separate type of voucher program for a student that wants to go to a two-year program to allow for the money to go directly to the student who can then use that for whatever school they wish to go to. We have got to do the same type of work in government and universities that have had to take place in the private sector and in each individual family that we've had to deal with for the past 20 years. And that means we have to tighten our belt 
get our spending under control, and make sure that the people that are using our services in businesses are able to survive after they've used our services, whereas at the same time, we expect students who have gone to college upon graduation will not be saddled with this massive amount of debt that they'll be dealing with well into their 50s. And we need to really make a major reinvention in how we approach education at the uh, college level and the graduate school level to make them more cost competitive and more affordable for all students. Other states have done it. It's time for Pennsylvania to start doing it, too. Do you think, Frank, that this legislation that you're proposing would have an effect on the level of consternation that surrounds these uh, non-preferred votes every year when it comes budget time these colleges are kind of sitting in limbo not knowing where they're going to stand do you think that your legislation could help alleviate that jeff the consternation at the university level will come about because they're going to have to start dealing with their cost structures and cost drivers and the lack of consternation will come about from the satisfaction it will go to the student to know that they've got someone that's fighting for them to give them and help them with the funding that they need so they can go to a a college program, uh, get the type of education that they desire in a school that they want to go to, meeting the needs for what they want for their life going forward without saddling them with so much debt that they can't possibly survive. This bill will provide that type of level of expertise within the the government to where we can focus all of our responsibilities on the student rather than on the provider of the educational opportunities and therefore I think improve the quality across the board so we are providing a greater service to our students and to our communities as a result of doing it that way. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.